Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Look out for him. He's mean. Loved by millions. An idol of the people. Fun crazy. Not creepy crazy. The Riley and Kimmy Show. You know, you're crazy if you think you've heard the last of this guy. How do you know? Because he likes it. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Toys, movies, comics, and so much more. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And the more that you listen, the more that you know. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And welcome to episode 594. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hi. Right next to me is my companion, the person who keeps me out of all kinds of trouble. That is Kimmy. Kimmy. She's smart. Brave. She's perfect. Yeah, that's right. She is perfect in every way. And that is Kimmy. Welcome to the episode, Kimmy. Hello. And I am your host, Patrick Riley. And you know, Kimmy, somebody's, well, more than just one, but one in particular gave me a suggestion. They say I have to. That's right. And they even use the word baby. Oh, really? No, not actually. They left that part off. Uh. They, they weren't exactly that friendly with that one right there. I have to change my evil ways, Kimmy. That's right. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure going to be doing that. <laughs> no. Anyway, welcome to this episode. And I'm glad to have you listening. If this is your first time listening to the Riley and Kimmy show, one of the things we do is we talk about nerd stuff, pop culture things, and just fun stuff all around the board and things that are happening across the world in the world of geekdom and nerdom. Now, speaking of, you know, nerds and geekdom, it's not always a a happy thing to uh, talk about. And unfortunately, we have to talk about something that just happened before we sat down to record episode 594. And I'm going to let Kimmy tell us a little bit about this nerd information. Yes, Yvonne Craig. The prolific actress, best known for her role as Batgirl on Batman in the 1960s, has passed away, according to her official website. Her official obituary says that Craig passed away in her home in Pacific Palisades, surrounded by her immediate family and comforted by hospice um, just last night. She died from complications brought about from breast cancer that had metastasized to her liver. And she was actually quite young compared to the uh, other members. Uh, example, Adam West, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was 78 years old. Yeah, uh, well, a little bit younger uh, than he. I can't remember how old uh, Burt Ward uh, is, but uh, very sad. Uh, it's one individual that, uh, you know, for me, Batman, Batgirl. And uh, right. always always loved her. And she was also in uh, Star Trek. Some people don't realize that. She was in an episode of Star Trek mm-hmm. as well. She played one of the green girls. Yes. And so many other things, too. You can catch her in the early 1960s in uh, performances and things. Matter of fact, I think, I'm trying to remember, and I can't pull it up, 
Uh, there was a movie just recently on Get TV, and I can't do it. It's from the late 1950s uh, that she's in, and uh, I wish I could pull it up, uh, you know, in memory right here. But uh, she was always stunning and just a fantastic performer. Mm-hmm. And what's odd is, you know, episode 593, we were talking about her. Uh, I believe it was 593 or so. Uh, we talked about her and Julie Namar. So that was kind of an odd thing. Right. Um, very sad to uh, mention that and, and bring that out. But we have to pass that kind of news from time to time here on the Riley and Kimmy Show. And I thought what we do real quick here, a minor tribute to her. This is one of the last times, at least I think it may be the last time, she portrayed Batgirl. Maybe she did it at conventions and stuff. I'm not aware of that. But I think this is the last time she portrayed Batgirl on television. Holy breaking and entering. It's Batgirl. Quick, Batgirl. Untie us before it's too late. It's already too late. I've worked for you a long time, and I'm paid less than Robin. Same job, same employer means equal pay for men and women. No time for jokes, Batgirl. It's no joke. It's the federal equal pay law. Holy act of Congress. If you're not getting equal pay, contact the Wage and Hour Division, U.S. Department of Labor. And that's Yvonne Craig, a.k.a. Batgirl from the 1966 television series. Now, moving over to uh, what day is it today that we upload this episode, Kimmy? It is Wednesday. And Wednesday typically is what, Kimmy, across the country? New, 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 new comic book day. Over here is my comic book collection. Feel free to browse. There's a box of disposable reading gloves on the nightstand. That's right. It is new comic book and product day, merchandise day at comic book shops. Maybe you prefer comic book stores across the United States. And we have the entire list of what you can find it's exclusive to comic book stores and comic book shops. We have it right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Yeah, that's all the brand new comic books, all the graphic novels that are brand new, the trade paperbacks, the hardcovers, all the t-shirts, mugs, and things like that, and toys, and action figures, and statues. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I forget anything? Mm-mm. That pretty much covers it all. It's right there. It's right at your fingertips. Really easy to get to right at our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And if you don't have a favorite comic book shop, tell you what, we have a comic book shop located right there for you. Very easy to find places. It goes right to about a mile, mile point five out of your zip code, right up to 50 miles away. And it finds some of those that are kind of hard to find. I've tried it out and it works quite well. Now, if you're in the Central Florida area, I'll tell you what, one of the places we can recommend very easily to you. If you are in Orlando, we can recommend a couple of locations. One of those being Gods and Monsters, the large comic book store, the second largest in the United States and third largest in the world. And we'll have more information about something coming up at Gods and Monsters before we conclude number 594 here. Another place in Orlando, Mike's Comics and Collectibles. You have to swing on by there and say hi to them. Tell uh, Mike and crew that the Riley and Kimmy show just sent you there. And a place if you're a little bit further north, that is if you're in Sanford, Comic Central, a place to stop by and say hi. Tyson be more than happy to help you out. He has a friendly staff right there and has all your comic book needs and if you're over in the Daytona Beach area, Nerdtropolis in Ormond Beach, Florida, say hi to Taylor from the Riley and Kimmy Show. And we have that comic book shop located right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com if you're outside those areas. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. Now, what we're going to do here real quick is a, a big shout out to a lot of people. Well, not a lot, but quite a few people. Because one of the things I did, and I didn't think I was going to get a reaction like this, is I posted, okay, I posted on social media that... Uh, Tuesday was a very special day to Patrick Riley. And the reason it is, and I'm being very serious, I mean, this is the most important day to me. And the reason it is, is a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, no, and a long time ago, uh, by accident, complete accident, I met Kimmy, correct? Mm-hmm. Now, first of all, 
before we get to the story of how we met, because I thought we'd do that just for the fun of it real quick, like mm. a condensed version, right? Mm-hmm. Because I do get asked that question quite often. Because we, if you know us outside of the show and stuff like that, and you meet us separately sometimes, you might think we are totally polar opposites, correct? Right. But together, we make this cool team, right? Mm-hmm. But we are opposites. You know, the old Paul Abdul song kind of fits right there, right? Oh, yeah. All right. So it's kind of maybe like, wow, how did these two freaks or <laughs> how did how did she end up with a madman? That's basically it. <laughs> I think that's a major question. Everybody, how did she end up with that crazy? You know, and so we're going to explain that. But first, I want to give a big shout out to all of those who sent a message to us, uh, you know, a congratulations kind of thing or some warm wish. And I'm going to let Kimmy uh, run down the quick list because she can read handwriting better than I can. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Thank you to Gary Stewart. Oh, Gary. Now, I want to point out something real quick about Gary. Gary is a fantastic friend to the Riley and Kimmy show for a long period of time. He is an author and has one of the best books I can recommend if you want to read about crime fiction, and that is about the Zodiac Killer. He wrote a book called The Most Dangerous Animal of All, Searching for My Father and Finding the Zodiac Killer. We have a link to that right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com, and I'm going to tell you a secret. It's not really a secret anymore, but I've known about it for a long time because I was sworn to secrecy, but now I can talk about it. And that is it's being made into a film version. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the only details I can give. Okay. Because I am still sworn to secrecy. <laughs> so it will be on the screen, and, and that's going to be really cool. Yes. All right. So, yes. yeah, Gary, thank you very much, and we look forward to seeing you in the not-so-distant future. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Mike Kales. Oh, Mike Kales, good friend to the Riley and Kimmy Show. He is a nerd, a collector, uh, just a regular, regular nice guy who is a collecting nerd, okay? Mm-hmm. And big thank you to him. He has Mike's Dead Formats. We have a link to that right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And if you're into collecting and things like that, it is a Facebook page to follow a group. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Ron Baxley Jr. Oh, Kimmy, you brought up Ron Baxley Jr., another author who's a friend of the Riley and Kimmy show. He is a big Oz author and Wonderland author. If you love either one of those or both, yes, The Wizard of Oz or Alice in Wonderland material, Ron Baxley Jr. is your person that you need to check out. His books are available on Amazon and other sources. We have links right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And Ron Baxley Jr. will be in Central Florida in the month of September. He'll be joining the Riley and Kimmy Show and a ton of others at Lake Collecticon in Mount Dora, Florida on September 19th. Swing on by, say hi to Ron, and maybe pick up a book or two. And Talk Oz, Talk Wonderland with him. That's at Lake Collecticon in Mount Dora on September 19th. We have a link right on our website. And thank you to the Mark B. Lee. Oh, Mark B. Lee. He is a he is my buddy, man. I, <laughs> I actually think he and I are, you know, separated at birth. Uh-huh. I do, don't you? Uh-huh. You know, we you know, we're brothers with a different mother. I think that's the way it works, right? Yeah. And I mean, definitely, I, I love this guy and I'm so happy for Mark because uh, he's going to be emceeing some panels, hosting some panels at DragonCon coming up. The list some just goes on. Super cool uh, panels. Oh, yeah. And one of those I'll just mention is uh, Stephen Amell. He will be <laughs> he'll be doing the Arrow panel. Let's see, the Flash panel, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. I mean, the list goes on. Anyhow, if you get or have the opportunity to see Mark B. Lee in action, do so. He works with DragonCon. And if you can't make it to DragonCon, the next one I know that he will be at is MegaCon 2016. And I look forward to maybe getting him to show up in an event that the Riley and Kimmy show is going to be out and about at. I kind of hope he does because I'd love to talk to him about his DragonCon experiences 
and some other things and just get his nerd perspective on stuff. That's Mark B. Lee. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Carl Booth the Ooh. second. Carl Booth the second is a cool cosplayer and just a fellow nerd. He and I have uh, kind of bumped into each other over the years. And just a, he, if you ever want to see somebody do the shadow, it's him. Punisher, it's him. Just mm-hmm. off the top of my mind. And he does so many others. Commissioner Gordon, he's right on, spot on all of these. He's a fantastic guy and does a lot of great work in the cosplay world and a very good friend of ours. And thank you, John D. Donna. Well, Mr. Phantasmagoria. Yes. Yeah, Phantasmagoria Orlando, another one who I think I'm uh, separated at birth with. You know, definitely a brother. Uh-huh. And thank you, Dion Leonhard. A, a Phantasmagoria member, highly talented dancer and performer. Oh, I'm so thankful that she's a friend of ours. Thank you to Katie Roberts. Katie Roberts of Out dated slang the lead singer of outdated slang a very talented individual who by the way if you listen to our opening our our jingle that's katie singing to us and i really appreciate that she is our friend and i do consider katie a very good friend thank you to trina rob trina trina who is a friend of the riley and kimmy show i have a feeling trina thinks i'm crazy you know that yeah i think, I think so. she does anyhow what but you know what hey her husband's nuts too yeah. <laughs> anyway, her husband is Tom Raup, who I consider a brother as well, and a very good friend. Both of them, very good friends of ours. And last but not least. Oh, it's a least? No, no, no. Oh, oh, okay. Not at all. Okay. Thank you to Roland Mann. Roland Mann? Hey, when I was talking about Lake Collecticon, I should I forgot. You know, Roland did uh, say something positive. Roland will be, he's part of the comic book industry, and just one of the nicest individuals you can meet. He will be at Lake Collecticon on September 19th in Mount Dora, Florida, and I do consider him a good friend, and I hope to talk to him in the very near future about the world of comic books and nerdum and all kinds of things. He's really fun. So once again, thank you to everybody who reached out to us and i didn't expect that to be quite honest you know that kimmy that uh, people would respond to that yes i know it's amazing we've got great friends yes we do and i'm very happy to have every one of those we mentioned and some of them we did not as our friends thank you for being a friend travel down a road and back again your heart is true you're a pal and a confidant now Back, how did Kimmy end up with the madman? Let's go back in time here and tell a little story of how Kimmy met the crazy one. Do you wish to start it, Kimmy? Sure. I was uh, just going to start my very last semester of grad school, and I was out with um, a good, good friend of mine. I went up, drove up from college to visit her for the weekend and just to have fun and not not think about anything just her and I to go out and have some fun we went to the fair um that day and then we went out that night and um little did I know what who I what I would encounter that night well yeah now I should preface here you had traveled a distance it Uh wasn't like it was just a little short uh, car ride to visit your friend, you were you were from out of town, a distance away. Yeah, and we went to the state fair, and then yeah, uh, yeah and and what's which is odd is I was working the state fair at that exact same time, mm-hmm. and I was working with a radio and TV station at that time. Uh, I was with a colleague, and my good friend at the time, I will just call him uh, Jay. Uh, Jay and I were working together. Now he worked mornings on an oldie station on the AM dial. Now the way it works, uh, you know, we were part of a company, and I was part of the FM station. 
across the hall from him, and I was on a country radio station. And the station I was on was a, a heritage, it's called. It was established, been around forever. And it was, a, it was a big player, and it was one of the coolest places I ever worked at. It was an exception because everybody uh, treated each other like family. Everybody got along. And that is very rare in broadcasting and any type of entertainment and performances. Um, it does happen. And when you do find that, it is magical. And that was one of the magical experiences I ever had. I mean, I had a lot of brothers and sisters there uh, that I worked with. And I was at this big fair doing uh, stage work. I'm not going to say what, what uh, it was for concerts. And he and I were working the stage and also doing some inserts on uh, one of the local television stations and doing our shows, respectively, on radio. And when we got done and done with our big stage thing we had to do, it was like 20,000 people, right? And he's like, do you want to stay here? Because we were invited to stay, you know, backstage and, and partake in things and meets and greets and all that. I said, man, I've been at the state fair for almost two weeks now. <laughs> and uh, he's like, eh, me too. I said, eh, let's get out of here. He goes, yeah. And so we left and which if we hadn't, I would have never met Kimmy. And, but we did. And for some weird reason, he chose where he chose to go. And we went into this place and there was absolutely nobody in this place we went to. I mean, nobody except for Kimmy and her friend in the far corner i mean we're talking way 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 away we could barely even see them when we walked in because it was kind of dark and it was pretty far away mm -hmm. and now i want i want you to tell the truth you thought i was all of what two feet tall maybe, <laughs> maybe two and a half feet tall yeah i noticed these two guys come into the establishment and uh yeah you looked um, quite small next year, friend. Well, my, and my fr I, I thought, boy, you know, I was thinking, boy, he's he's got to be pretty short. Well, my friend, I should point out, was six foot nine. Uh huh. And uh, that kind of uh, you know makes things a little different. It's like standing next to Chewbacca. Uh huh. Yeah. And um, do you know what show was on TV? They, the, I mean, it was very quiet at this time. Uh, we had gotten there early, and we got a table, and there were <laughs> the TV was on and. I'm going to take a guess because of uh, Miami Vice. Well, it was a Saturday night. Oh. It was about nine o'clock. Oh. What would be on TV? I don't know. I never watched television on Saturday night. Uh, Saturday Night Live? Oh, Carol Burnett? Yeah. Wait a minute. Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett. That, wait a minute. I, I didn't meet you back in 1970. What the <laughs> hell? It must have been a best of or something. It, I, it had to be. We're Carol not, Burnett? We're not, no, we're not How that old. How the hell do you remember that? I just remember it was on. It was like. Carol Burnett was on. Harvey Corman and all that kind mm -hmm, of stuff. Mm-hmm. Really? It was. Are you sure about It must that? have been a throwback show or something. Well, it had to be. I know. Are you sure? I'm positive. I think she was tripping in time. Mm -mm. Uh, okay. Carol Burnett. How do you remember that? I just remember that. So you're paying attention to Carol Burnett and not me. I get it. Well, you, you, you were paying attention. To, she was she was watching Carol Burnett on TV before you came in. Oh yeah. sure, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Okay, great. I see how I rate. But go ahead. Yeah. So anyway, I didn't know who you were, or who your friend was. Right. So. But your friend did. Um. She she knew what we did and and that and she so. mentioned she thought you were in radio. Yeah. 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 I remember that part, but we didn't actually meet you right then because what happened is uh, we ditched somebody at this place who showed up 
because the morning person, my friend, did not like this one person that showed up. And he said, let's get out of here. And mm-hmm. we did. We, we left. Yep, you disappeared. We disappeared. And I'll, I'll make it abbreviated. There's a story in that within that. And we left. And I, I said, let's go back there. And he's like, ah. I said, no, let's go back. And so we did. And we went back. Something in my head just said, go back. And we went back. And I don't remember how I bumped into you, you know, but I did. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to add anything to that, right? Mm, no. You, okay. You, okay. you joined us. And uh, what did we do? We weren't rude, were we? We didn't just plop down and say, hey, can we have this table, please? No. Okay. Okay. I was just making sure there. I couldn't remember. You know, I, I didn't remember that. I think you asked me to dance. Oh, I wouldn't have done that. I'm too shy. Yeah. I would have never done that. I am too shy. But anyhow, that is basically how I met Kimmy. And uh, you know what I have, which is kind of special, is I don't share too often, but I have a photo uh, right about when we first met. And it's real close to when we first met, like about a week, two weeks later, uh, that we were at one of your friend's mm-hmm. houses mm-hmm. and visiting one of your friends. And I'll have that right on our website, RileyandKimmy.com, or actually linked right to our Facebook page. You can find that right off our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And I still have that piece of paper that you wrote your I, phone oh, number on. no, you did not. Yes, I still have it. Get out of here. You kept that? Mm-hmm. What it a- was the the back of your friend's ATM receipt. Oh, get out of here. How, first of all, you're such a girl. No, why, you still have that? I still have that. Really? Yes. And how many... And we- all the letters that you wrote me, like, almost daily after that. That... No. For who did several months you did me i didn't do that i didn't write to you daily yes you did no. you wrote me letters no i did not every day no i didn't no nope. i have That's, a proof it's not true she's making that up Kimmy. i wouldn't have done that i did not do that mm-hmm. that is not true yeah she's oh, making me look all kinds of bad you're embarrassing me here yeah i guess that is true i did do that mm-hmm. okay anyhow so there's there's how she she met the madman I hope that uh, solves that. And, you know, actually what I'm going to do in the next episode, we're going to have another story time, Kimmy, on episode 595. Okay. And that story time is going to be this. As you know, Space Coast Con, which is coming up on September 12th and 13th, will be at. And Lake Collecticon on September 19th will be at. Falls right in a special time period to me. Mm -hmm. Okay. And first of all, that is my birthday time. Mm -hmm. And that's not what is the total specialness here, what our story is going to be. It's going to be why those dates are actually a celebration date beyond my birthday. It's something else. And I know you know what it is, and we're going to talk about it on episode 595. We're going to share that, mm-hmm. that little nerd memory that is very special, okay? Okay. So join us on 595 for that. That's episode 595 at RileyAndKimmy.com. Now, Kimmy, it's time for us to talk about something for people to spread the word about somebody. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. That's right. Batman Day coming up on Saturday, September 26th. It's happening nationwide. It's a nationwide event. And one of the places to go to if you are in Central Florida is a place that can host a big event like this. The second largest comic book store in the United States. And that is Gods and Monsters. We're really thankful to Anna and Todd, the owners of Gods and Monsters, for inviting Riley and Kimmy out to that event. And it's going to be a fun, action-packed event cosplayers and all kinds of things going on 
you know, one of the cosplayers actually contacted us that's going to be there, and he does, Commissioner Gordon. Hmm. And I'm not talking about the 1966 TV version. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's nice. That guy wasn't nice. I don't think he was, do you? Mm-mm. And actually, by the way, read uh, Adam West's uh, autobiography, and he kind of talks about really, they, they didn't get along very yeah. well at all. Anyway, so, no, this guy is really, really nice. So it'll be something, it'll be sort of like, you know, I'm not going to reveal which version of uh, it will just put it this way it's not the 1966 commissioner gordon version but a lot of fun a lot of activities going on we have links to gods and monsters and please tell your friends about this event that is batman day at gods and monsters on september on saturday september 26 come out come out wherever you are that's right tell them to come out come out wherever they are head in costume or not you will be welcomed at Gods and Monsters. Now, in uh, our, our, our gearing up for celebration for this big event, we've been going back in time with the Golden Age of Radio and the Adventures of Superman and Batman together. That's right, because Batman did appear on the Adventures of Superman. And what we've been doing is playing episodes of a, it's sort of like a sub-show, because they had the Batman thing going on in the Adventures of Superman. And we are at Chapter 3, Kimmy. On our previous episode, we had Chapter 2 and Previous one to that, we have Chapter 1. And by the way, if you missed Chapter 2 and Chapter 1, we have them available right now. They are unedited. They are, you know, standalones. You can listen to them all by themselves, uninterrupted, right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's Episode 1 and Episode 2. Right now, here is Episode number 3 of the Batman Great Mystery. It's on the Adventures of Superman from February 5th, 1948. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. Strange visitor from the planet Krypton who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, in his guise of Clark Kent, Superman is in the Metropolis Auditorium with young Dick Grayson, who is really Robin, Batman's young companion, when a man they believed was dead appears on the stage. Look, Dick. Look who's going to speak. It's Batman. Christopher Columbus. Yes, it is Batman. All right, gang, get set now for more Superman contest winners. You may be among these, so listen carefully. Marianne Wedlock, Dodgeville, Wisconsin. Rudolph Pignatelli, Philadelphia. David Gates, Emporia, Kansas. Rose Rubin, Providence, Rhode Island. Beulah Kibble, Cincinnati. James Maxwell, Bridgeport, West Virginia. Alfred Long, Kingston, New York. Mary Revel, Richmond, Kentucky. Marie Quattro, Sacramento, California. Richard Franzozo, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. James Pullman, Fenimore, Wisconsin. Gloria Thomas, Plant City, Florida. Leonard Martin, Minneapolis. Regina Coffin, Jersey City. James Ridge, Cincinnati. Eddie Sewell, Manhattan Beach, California. James Mathis, Cold Spring, Kentucky. Marlene Wood, Mazomini, Wisconsin. Marie Samanderis, Farmington, Utah. Martha McComb, Orangeburg, South Carolina. 
Uh, Donna Siebler, Scotts Bluff, Nebraska. Janice Cunningham, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Frederick Townsend, New Haven, Connecticut. Kim Bingham, Denver. Marcia Estrin, Bell Harbor, Long Island. Paige Bernstein, Raleigh, North Carolina. John Handy, Bangor, Maine. Larry Warren, Cadillac, Michigan. Mickey Rogola, Kewanee, Illinois. Patricia Mack, Cleveland, Ohio. Thomas Butera, Brooklyn, New York. Gerald Mansky, Viroqua, Wisconsin. Mary Jo Conrad, Melrose, Massachusetts. Mary McManus, Upper Derby, Pennsylvania. Lois Dodola, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Jack Hetfield, South Bend, Indiana. Sandra Johnson, Rock Island, Illinois. Real Bedoin, Lawrence, Massachusetts. Charlie Kading, Watertown, Wisconsin. Patricia Noonan, Brooklyn, New York. Emile Speranzo, Bridgeport, Connecticut. Guy McCullough, Hudson, Maine. Gail Berg, Berkeley, Illinois. Carolyn Fagg, Albany, Georgia. Billy Gioza, Detroit. David Hill, Bell Buckle, Tennessee. Richard Gleason, Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. Grafton Bran, Ellsworth, Maine. Robert Rice, Gloucester City, New Jersey. And Ruth Lenecht, Moline, Illinois. And that's all for now. More later in the program, so keep listening. And now, the adventures of Superman. Just 12 days ago, the famous Batman wakened Robin, his young companion, from sleep and told him... I'm going away, Robin. I can't tell you where or why. I hope to be back within a week. But if I'm not, well, you may never see me again. Then, when 12 days passed and Batman did not return, a very worried Robin appealed for aid to Clark Kent, who, as we know, is Superman. Searching for a clue in Batman's study... Kent discovered a recently made recording of a conversation between Batman and a mysterious Mr. Jones, a man who had somehow learned that Batman was really a wealthy young man named Bruce Wayne, and who threatened that unless Batman accompanied him to an unnamed destination, he would reveal his secret to the world. A desperate search failed to uncover any trace of Batman or the mysterious Mr. Jones. But early that evening, police inspector Henderson phoned Kent and Robin and told them to go to the Metropolis Auditorium. There, before a huge crowd, a tall figure wearing a skin-tight costume, cape, bat-like hood, and mask, walked out on the stage to address the gathering. Look, Mr. Kent, it's Batman. Certainly looks like him, Dick. It is him, or else I'm dreaming. You're not dreaming, son. But how could he be here, safe and sound, while letting us think he might be dead? I don't know. Oh, there's something screwy going on. Must be. Can't imagine Batman addressing a selfish, bigoted crowd like this. Dick, starting to speak. Listen. That's Batman, all right. I am wholeheartedly in sympathy with your view. As I am convinced that the future of our great country rests in your hands. And in the hands of those others all over the United States who think the way you do. Did you hear that, Mr. Kent? He's what this mob. Yes. I, I can't believe it, Dick. Why, if Batman told me once, he told me a hundred times that this bunch were selfish bigots. He said they were a menace to our country. They are. I can't understand this. I think... Wait, Dick. Let's hear this. I must be dreaming. No, you're not, Dick. But Batman always said the only decent and humane thing to do was to help the starving people in Europe. I know. He went to Washington with me only a few months ago to say the same thing. I can't understand why. Why should we give our bread and cotton and steel and machinery to somebody else? I ask you, why? If the Europeans want the necessities and luxuries of life, let them make them themselves. Can he 
say that when he knows their farms and factories and homes were destroyed in the war. And all they're asking for is our help in getting on their feet again. I think I'm beginning to see what's behind this, Dick. Yeah, what? I'll tell you later. Listen. We have our own troubles to worry about. So let's not bother about Europe, too. They got into a mess without our help. Now let them get out of it without our help. Jeez. My ears must be playing tricks on me, Mr. Kent. I can't believe Batman would ever say such rotten, selfish things. Neither can I. The less we have to do with foreigners, the better. So let them stew in their own juice. And now, in closing, ladies and gentlemen, let me urge you again to refuse to aid Europe. We work hard for what we have, so let's not give it away to a lot of foreigners. I thank you. Batman spoke like a, a selfish bigot and a rabble-rouser, Mr. Kent. Like one of the worst kind, Dick. The meeting's over. Come on. I can't believe it. He, he just the same as said, let those poor people over there starve. That's what he said. But I've known Batman for years, and I know he hates narrow bigots and, and despots like this un-American crowd as much as you and I and all decent Americans hate them. Then why did he say all those awful things? Well, my hunch is that he was forced to do this. Forced? Uh-huh. What makes you think so? Remember that recording we found in Batman's study? Oh, you mean that, that fellow Jonesy? Yes. Look, Batman just went into a dressing room. Here's our chance to find out. Come on. There he is, Dick. Batman! Hey, Batman! Oh, hello, Dick. How are you, Kent? All right, Batman, but Where have you been? Why did you tell me I might never see you again? Why haven't I... Oh, wait a minute, Dick. It's a long story, and I I can't go into it now, because I've got another speaking engagement in Willow Falls. What? What? Gee, what? Look, Batman, we three are all alone now, so you can drop the pose and talk straight. We heard your speech tonight, and now we want to... Oh, you did, huh? How'd you like it? I thought it smelled. Really? I thought it was quite good. Oh, cut that out, Batman. We know why you made that filthy un-American speech tonight. You see, we found that recording. A recording? Well, what recording, Kent? The one you meant us to find, of course. The one you made the night you left of the conversation between you and that fellow Jones. Oh. Oh, oh, that. We heard him say he knew you were Bruce Wayne, and if you didn't go away with him, he'd tell the whole world. That's why you made that speech tonight, wasn't it, Bat? Because Jones threatened to tell everyone you were Bruce Wayne if you didn't go along with him. Isn't that right? Well, I'm surprised you went along with him, no matter what it meant to you, Batman. You have a great deal of influence and prestige, you know. And a lot of people will believe your lies just because you say them. That's right. But they weren't lies. What? I told the truth. You must be out of your head. Now, listen, Batman. Either this fellow Jones has succeeded in so scaring you that you've turned into a coward, or else you... Now, wait. Get this straight. I'm either a coward or out of my mind, kid. Now, as I said before, I've got another speaking engagement. So I'll have to ask you two to leave. Oh, no, you don't. You're not going to brush me off that easily, Batman. We've been friends for years, and I'm going to find... Let me talk to him alone. But look, I Dick... know him better than you. Will you wait outside for me, please, in your car? Now, look, I'm in a hurry, Dick. I told I you... I don't care, Pappy. You and I are going to have a little power right now. Go on, please, Mr. Kent. Well, all right, Dick. I'll wait for you in my car. Okay. All right, now we're alone. Just you and me. Batman and Robin. So start talking. We'll be back in a moment for the startling climax of today's episode. So keep listening. Stand by now for more contest winners. Here they are. 
Norman Stone, Brooklyn, New York. Phyllis Bender, Chicago, Illinois. Nancy Bernie, Jersey City. Virginia Schrager, Carbonville, Illinois. Lawton Short, Oneonta, New York. Raymond Schenewerk, Port Orchard, Washington. Patricia Smith, Philadelphia. Catherine Benson, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Merrilee Hammond, Los Gatos, California. Eddie Brannan, Griffin, Georgia. Gerald Larson, Janesville, Wisconsin. Stanley Young, Seattle, Washington. Edward Sandridge, Hampton, Virginia. Byron Young, Hayward, California. Barry Somers, New Haven, Connecticut. Alexander Young, Pittsfield, Massachusetts. William Mosley, Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. Helen Reese, Janesville, Wisconsin. Constance Isriski, Jewett City, Connecticut. Gertrude Bolzner, Jersey City. Shirley Branchford, Dansville, Michigan. John Pennington, America's Georgia. Billy Parker, Scotia, New York. Robert Bromhall, Durham, North Carolina. Jerry Kessler, Brooklyn, New York. Rose Hoffman, Los Angeles. C.J. Clifton, Corinth, Mississippi. Linda Gerard, Brightwaters, New York. Julius DeCoke, South Bend, Indiana. Emily Kramer, Allentown, New Jersey. Mildred Johnson, LaGrange, Illinois. Jack Lapsky, Princeton, New Jersey. Peter Walheim, Philadelphia. Robert Young, Chicago. Nicholas Bilotti, Brooklyn, New York. James Nog, Carteret, New Jersey. Dolores Rye, Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. Henry Cherrick, Kingston, New York. Stuart Wilson, Mount Carroll, Illinois. Lois Inkey, Cleveland, Ohio. Mary O'Malley, Jamaica Plain, Massachusetts. Douglas McKinney, San Mateo, California. Livingston Smith, Rensselaer, New York. Alice Chambers, Darby, Pennsylvania. Louis Bojo, Joliet, Illinois. Rosemary Schwor, East Orange, New Jersey. Norman Plourd, Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Simone Rohrbach, Philadelphia. James Malley, West Haverstraw, New York. And John Byrne, Chicago. That's all we have time for today, gang. If you weren't among these, you may be on tomorrow's list, so don't fail to listen. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Alone in a dressing room in the Metropolis Auditorium, young Dick Grayson, who is really Robin, appeals to his tall, costumed companion. We've never had any secrets from each other, Batman. So come on, tell me about this trouble you're in. I'm not in any trouble, Dick. Don't give me that. You wouldn't just disappear for almost two weeks and let me worry myself sick and then make a rotten, un-American speech like like some dirty rabble-rouser unless you oh, were... Watch your tongue, you brat. Huh? What did you call me? I called you a brat. Now get this through your head. I meant what I said in my speech tonight. I, well, I've been seeing things differently of late. Holy smokes, Mr. Kent must be right. Either you're yellow or you're nuts. I warned you, Robin. Watch your tongue. You watch yours. You never talked to me this way before, and you're not going to start now. I've got another speaking engagement, so I've got to go. Wait, please. Don't go until we've had this out. Take your hands off. Please, Batman, you've got to listen to me. You've got to... I said let go. Oh. That'll hold you, you little punk. Time to go, Batman. Hey, what happened to the kid? He got tough, and I had to take a poke at him, that's all. Let's go, Jerry. Hey, he looks as if he's hurt pretty bad. His head's cut. So what? Bang it against the radiator and we went down. You'll be okay. Come on, let's go. Without a backward glance at the fallen Robin, who lies huddled on the floor unconscious, the tall figure in the famous Batman costume strides from the dressing room with the man he calls Jerry. How can this brutal scene have taken place between Batman and Robin, inseparable as brothers? What can it possibly mean? The mystery deepens even more tomorrow, fellows and girls, when more amazing things happen and Superman decides it is time for him to go into action. So be sure to tune in tomorrow, same time, same station, for Chapter 4 of Batman's Great Mystery on The Adventures of Superman.
Visit RileyandKimmy.com to connect on social media and for archive podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.